0: Good morning. Good morning welcome to the lord's service to us by way of his name word and with his very body and blood we invite you this morning to sunday school and bible class the adult bible class is meeting in the gym one of them um, and will be focused on the saint peter option um, so please uh, join us for bible class there or i'll be teaching a new member class and member um, review class in the fellowship hall called catechesis for life So if you're interested in that, you can meet with me there or Pastor Berg in the gym following coffee and refreshments after the service. Sunday school, um, I'll go to the regular rooms as normal. Also want to call your attention uh, to the fact that uh, this Wednesday is Ash Wednesday and services are at 8.30 a.m. and 6.30 p.m. The children of our school will be going to the 8.30 a.m. service this year. So the light supper before our evening service will be in the fellowship hall. So 8.30 in the morning or 6.30 in the evening. And you are invited in the evening for, to join us at 5.30 for dinner. Thank you elders who are sponsoring that dinner. Service today is found on the panel of your bulletin. There is uh, a procession today marking the transfiguration of our Lord, where he shows, reveals his divinity one more time with the disciples, Peter, James, and John, before going down the mountain uh, and winning for us our salvation. So we'll uh, go up the mountain, coming in, following the cross in, because our Lord promises wherever two or three are gathered in His name, where His word is proclaimed and sacrament administered, He is among us. He is present here with all of His gifts. One note, uh, first of all, for those visiting, Put the bulletin in the back of your hymnal. That frees up both hands to find your page, and the pages are indicated on the panel of the bulletin. Uh, We'll be processing in after the invocation and confession absolution. Also note on the hymn of the day, the choir is singing verse six, and after that, we will all stand to sing verse five. That is not a misprint, it's just there are two different versions of which is the last verse, and we're going with verse 5 as the last verse. It'll make sense for you after the choir sings. So just a note about that, I believe that's all the announcements I have. Please stand, and the bells will call us to worship. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ, And by his authority, I therefore forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. transfiguration of your beloved son you confirm the mysteries of the faith by the testimony of Moses and Elijah. In the voice that came from the bright cloud you wonderfully foreshowed our adoption by grace. Mercifully make us co-heirs with the king in his glory and bring us to the fullness of our inheritance in heaven through the same Jesus Christ our Lord who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.
2: The Old Testament reading for the transfiguration of our Lord is from Exodus chapter 34. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony in his hand as he came down from the mountain, Moses did not know that the skin of his face shone because he had been talking with God. Aaron and all the people of Israel saw Moses, and behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them, and Aaron and all the leaders of the congregation returned to him, and Moses talked with them. Afterward, all the people of Israel came near, and he commanded them all that the Lord had spoken with him in Mount Sinai. And when Moses had finished speaking with them, he put a veil over his face. Whenever Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he would remove the veil until he came out. And when he came out and told the people of Israel what he was commanded, the people of Israel would see the face of Moses, that the skin of Moses' face was shining. And Moses would put the veil over his face again until he went in to speak with him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Praise the Lord, all nations. Extol him, all peoples. For great is his steadfast love toward us. And the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. The epistle is from 2 Corinthians, chapters 3 and 4. Since we have such a hope, we are very bold, not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face so that the Israelites might not gaze at the outcome of what was being
0: THE GOSPEL ACCORDING TO ST. MARK, THE NINTH CHAPTER. AFTER SIX DAYS JESUS TOOK WITH HIM PETER AND JAMES AND JOHN AND LED THEM UP A HIGH MOUNTAIN BY THEMSELVES. AND HE WAS TRANSFIGURED BEFORE THEM. AND HIS CLOTHES BECAME RADIANT, INTENSELY WHITE, AS NO ONE ON EARTH COULD BLEACH THEM. AND THERE APPEARED TO THEM ELIJAH WITH MOSES. AND AS THEY WERE COMING DOWN THE MOUNTAIN, HE CHARGED THEM TO TELL NO ONE WHAT THEY HAD SEEN UNTIL THE SON OF MAN HAD RISEN FROM THE DEAD. THIS IS THE GOSPEL OF THE LORD. On this, the transfiguration of our Lord is taken from the gospel lesson with special emphasis on the following words Jesus was transfigured before them, and his clothes became radiant, intensely white, as no one on earth could bleach them. This is our text. You may be seated. Dear brothers and sisters of our Lord Jesus Christ, in the transfiguration of our Lord Jesus' appearance, changes drastically. He shines with unborrowed light as he becomes utterly and totally transparent regarding his divinity, the fact that he's God. Jesus is God of God and light of light. Moses and Elijah appear with him on this mountain peak and affirm that he is the Christ who fulfills the law, that he is the one spoken of by the prophets, note they're already in heaven, where our Lord is, there heaven and earth intersect. God the Father then removes any doubt whatsoever when he says, this is my beloved son, listen to him. Unlike Jesus, we are anything but transparent about who we are. There's a side of us that we don't want others to see, a side held captive by our sinful nature, the side of us that is self-centered and selfish, indifferent to the needs of others, The side that lusts after people and things that don't belong to us. That's stingy and lazy. That delights in telling others about the faults and mistakes of another. The side that does what is, quite frankly, shameful in thought, word, and deed. It's kind of interesting we don't hear that anymore do we? You should be ashamed of yourselves. There seems to be no shame in our culture today because we're enveloped by the dark clouds of sin and death. We we think we can hide these things from God and others. But that's not true. Sooner or later, it will be, all of this, will be exposed. And it will be exposed for all to see. Now, ironically, social media intensifies this futile way of thinking that we can hide everything from God and each other by giving us the appearance of privacy when we use it. What do we do? We connect to the World Wide Web, right? The internet, it's called the cloud. And you might be doing that in the privacy of your own home or your own room with this little device, and you think it's just between you and the person you send it to, right? And the rest of it, it goes up in the clouds and, you know, dissipates like the clouds and fog dissipates with the sun, right? that it's all abstract, that nobody will ever see this. No one will ever use this. This text I send or this picture I send. Well, I've got news for you. All of this information is stored in server farms. I don't know if you know this, but apparently Facebook has server, f- server farm farms, a lot of server farms in, in Sweden. I don't know, maybe they got a good deal there, I don't know. But what I do know, if you do something wrong, the authorities can access all of that information, everything you've ever texted or sent. But it's, it's worse than that, right? You ever hear of a hacker? You know, you might send a text to someone and they might be mad and they might expose you, right? But there are people who intentionally try to get your information to destroy you. And a lot of times they're successful at it. They even go after your financial stuff, right? I hear these commercials all the time about how they're stealing even people's uh, mortgages or their their houses by um, taking the deed, right? The world wide web. The world wide web of this fallen world. Anything it has on you can and will be used against you. It will be exposed. You know, we have this idea about God, too, right? That he knows, you know, he's just out there. He's in the abstract. He's in the cloud, you know. And as if he has nothing to do with us. But if we remember all along in the scriptures throughout history, who's in the cloud? Jesus. Jesus the second person of the Holy Trinity. God is in the cloud. And he knows everything. He knows more than the worldwide web, right? He knows and sees every sinful thought, every unkind word, every single shameful deed. You see, he sees through us. We can't block the light of the glory of God. It exposes us. He's seen it in everyone, all of this bad stuff, since the fall and of humanity. And yet, here's the good news. He comes in the flesh to save us. He knew before he even did it He knows the extent of your concupiscence, of your evil. And that doesn't stop him, because he created you. Your Father in heaven created you, and he loves you. Not because of what you do or don't do, but for who you are. And he seeks to have you back in the family with him and one another, rejoicing in life as it was created and redeemed to be. Now, Jesus is genuine about who he is and what he is here to do. And did you catch what God the Father says? He says, listen to him. Well, why listen to Jesus? Well, he's about to embody everything that's wrong with you and me on his way to the cross, right? On this Mount of Transfiguration, we get a glimpse of his glory. And we get a glimpse of, of how we will be bodily. Can you imagine a perfect body with no sin, no age, no forgetfulness, where we know everyone by name again? And we see each other, and even though we've been perfected, we recognize each other, and we know each other better there than we we could ever know each other here. And I think I'm, I'm fascinated by Peter, James, and John, that they recognize Moses and Elijah. They're given to see them. And that's how it will be for all of us. This is what God in Christ has come to do. And what he, the way he does it is he, he embodies everything that's wrong with us. He takes it into himself, suffers and dies for it, buries it in his death, and rises victorious over it in his resurrection. I love how Jesus says to the disciples Peter, James, and John. You know, you got a glimpse of this, and it's going to look really, really bad now. But don't say anything about this until after it's done. Because what our Lord shows us what he promises us is always done. Then you go and you confess. Then you go and proclaim the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting because it's done now. When I rise from the dead. Jesus is Lord he is God of God and light of light very God a very God shining in the bright cloud of the unborrowed light of God's presence and notice the cloud of his presence he was in that pillar of cloud that led the Israelites in the Old Testament right God was there in Christ right cloud by day fire by night Fire in the burning bush, the angel, the messenger the, who is the message, Jesus Christ, there all along, knowing every single thing about us, and yet not using any of it against us. Not a single thing, not a thought, not a word, not a deed. And notice, unlike the World, web, the world Wide Web, which is a web of fallen humanity, right? The true God, what does he do? He says, I will remember your sin no more. The servers are erased. There is nothing that anyone can hold you against you anymore. Because he says, it's been all held against me. Jesus exposes our sin not to destroy us, but to rid us of it. And notice how we confessed that with the apostle this morning, just a few minutes ago. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. You can't deny it. You can't cover it. You can't blame others for it. The truth is not in us if we deny our sin. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. In his light, we see light, to quote the psalmist. It is no longer veiled. And listen what the apostle says in our epistle lesson For the God who said, Let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. We can see him now, we can see God now in Christ and not be destroyed by that light. You see, the light of God in our lives, though, is borrowed from him and now radiates in us and through us as his word has its way in our lives. Again, that's why the Father says, listen to him. Let his word shape and form who you are. He does everything well. With him, he is well pleased. So he takes up residence with us, so that the Apostle Paul even goes so far to say, it is no longer I who live, but Christ. Who lives within me. And notice how this kind of plays out in the Old Testament lesson. Moses' face shone because he had been talking to God. <laughs> it shone. He glowed with light, the light and life of God. And then like the Apostles, going back to our epistle lesson again today, listen, listen what he says. What we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ is Lord with ourselves as your servants for Christ's sake. So as we listen to Jesus, his word enlightens us and reflects off of us in love toward others. That's what this word does to us, in us, and through us. Quote from, the, from John He says, everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been, listen to this, carried out in God. In other words, these are the works of God playing out in our lives in the lives of his children. So you are called to be what? Salt and light. With the salt and light of his word. Pastor Reed Lessing writes, quote, Jesus is the light of the world who took on flesh so that he might take you into his arms, heal your hurts, forgive your filth, and destroy your darkness end quote. So when our Lord looks us on us in love, as the hymn writer and that beautiful hymn just reminded us, quote, at once there falls from God a ray of purest pleasure. As Jesus shines here in this place with the bright cloud of his unborrowed light, God's own love through him Has reached us to live in Him here and above. This is His great salvation. Christ is risen. Amen. Now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding guard our hearts and our lives in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.
2: Let us pray for the whole Church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Holy Father, with the appearance of Moses and Elijah at our Lord's glorious transfiguration, you reveal to us the law and the prophets are fulfilled in him. Send your blessing upon all pastors and servants of your church, that their preaching and teaching will be a blessing to all. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, grant faithfulness, humility, and patience to the sheep of your flock here at Trinity Lutheran Church, That in our various vocations, we may strive to love you and our neighbor in all that we say and do. Continue to bless Kim Rayfield and her faithful work among us in the school as our resource teacher and continue to guide and direct those preparing for church work vocations, including Ruth, James, Luke, and Harvey. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, bless the families of your church that parents would teach the faith to their children, that the forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed in all households, Remember all expectant mothers that they and their babies would be kept safe and healthy throughout their pregnancies. We also give thanks for the many blessings you have given to Sarah Vanderpyle since her accident 21 years ago. Lord, in your mercy. Yeah. Almighty Father, you alone establish all authority on earth. Bless those entrusted with this responsibility, both here and abroad, including our military personnel stationed around the world, that they would serve with integrity and honor for the well-being of all. Lord, in your mercy. God of all grace, look with compassion on those who are in need, especially Pastor Galen Walther recovering after heart bypass surgery, Charles and Connie Cortright both dealing with illnesses, Ron recovering after knee pl- replacement surgery, Tracy Vellboom who will have knee surgery, Charles Hess recovering after heart procedure, Dan recovering after brain surgery, Mark recovering after breaking his hip, Faye who has a heart ailment, Sue recovering after shoulder surgery, for the victims of war in the Middle East and the Ukraine, barred for continued management of his illness, for Marion, Lisa, Charles, Carl, Emmy, Tim, Benjamin, Bernadette, Sue, Jennifer, Doris, Timothy, Ronald, John, Kathy, and Mary, all in treatment for cancer, Glenn afflicted with a brain tumor. For the families of William Jordan and William Ro- Miriam Rodewald, who we remember today, Grant them relief and comfort through the promise of sharing in eternal glory with Christ. Lord, in your mercy. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we gratefully remember on this day the glorious manifestation of your Son's divinity on the Mount of Transfiguration. Teach us to listen to Jesus and to ever fix our eyes on him and his innocent suffering and death for our forgiveness. By your grace and mercy, strengthen us to remain faithful in all circumstances of trial, temptation, and persecution. Preserve us to the end, that we may die a blessed death, believing in your beloved Son, with whom you are well pleased. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. As we gather together the offering, we invite you to fill out the friendship register.
0: Lord be with you,
1: and also with you.
0: Lift up your hearts, we lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who at his transfiguration revealed his glory to his disciples, that they might be strengthened to proclaim his cross and resurrection, and with all the faithful look forward to the glory of the life everlasting. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, For you have had mercy on those whom you created and sent your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood as he bids us to do in his own testament. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us to you alone, O Father, be all glory, honor, and worship with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, in the night when he was betrayed, took bread. Body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen and preserve you in body and soul to life everlasting. Depart in peace. Amen. Amen.
2: and source of all goodness who in loving kindness sent your only begotten son into the flesh we thank you that for his sake you've given us pardon and peace in this sacrament we ask you not to forsake your children but always to rule our hearts and minds by your holy spirit that we may be able constantly to serve you through jesus christ your son our lord who lives and reigns with you in the holy spirit one god now and forever